and we are live lead off talk with myself caitlin and joined as always by gabe gabe how's it going there buddy it's going really good how's it going with you yeah not too bad not too bad you know it's been a minute i think the last time uh, we recorded um wade miley threw a no hitter against the indians <laughs> yeah and that then, same night i said we got a hit and we didn't yeah they called it an error which is- <laughs> And then, uh, like, honestly, it's, it's, it's honestly my fault. <clears throat> like, the week after, I went on, I think I went on vacation, and then, you know, the holiday came around, and then I got sick, you know, with allergies. So, like, all, all the podcasts have been, like, delayed until, like, this week. I, I finally kind of getting back into the groove of things. So, I apologize to the listeners, and I apologize mainly to you, Gabe, my bad dude. Oh, you're fine. We I understand when you get your allergies. I know what happens to you. <laughs> it's all good. It'll be here. <laughs> Dude, I mean, like it was. It's just so bad. It's just. So bad. <laughs> Speaking of things that are just awful, though, Major League Baseball in in this literally month, three weeks that we've been gone, started. They're implementing the most ridiculous rule. Not even implement implementing it. it they're finally enforcing it after like a hundred years because that's what it i mean that's basically what it is right oh yeah like, outlawed the spitball in like the, like 1919 or whatever so pitchers have always used some type of substance to try to get a competitive edge to get better grip um you know pine tar now it now it was a combination of rosin and sunscreen um you had people like Gary Cole using spider tack, which is like a super adhesive that you can buy on Amazon yeah. in like a jar for like $18. So now that all these stats are down, you know, average and um, on base percentage and slugging percentage and all that stuff, they're like, well, we killed the baseballs because there was too many home runs <laughs> in 2019, which I mean, it, it kind of was, and it was just kind of ridiculous. It was. Now they're like, well, you know the thing that pitchers have been using for, like, the last hundred years? We're finally going to go, hey, you can't use that stuff anymore. And then go out after every inning and literally search pitchers to see if they have anything on them, foreign substance-wise. It is the most ridiculous thing. It's been probably the most entertaining thing on Twitter the last few days since they implemented it. Uh on Monday, just uh, Gabe, what are, what are your thoughts on all that? Oh, I have so many thoughts. Um, well, good thing we have one, a podcast to talk about. <laughs> for one, it's such a major league baseball thing to do to put this rule in halfway through through a season. Like, I don't like the rule at all. But if you're gonna put a rule like this in, why not do it at the beginning of the season, like spring training? Let these pitchers work it out. You know what I mean? Put this in now. I mean, look at the injuries. Tyler Glass now is out. I'm convinced Aaron Shabali got hurt because of it. I mean, who sprains a finger pitching the ball unless you're putting a tighter grip in your fingers? I mean, maybe I'm thinking too into that, but that's what I think. And then um, – I mean, Shane it just it's just such a shoulder a, issue too? Yeah, Shane, yeah. And here's my thing. Spider track or spider tack, whatever you want to call it, that shouldn't be allowed, right? I think we can all agree that that's ridiculous. But, like, sunscreen and rosin – I don't see – batters don't even care. That's what pisses me off about this. Ask any major league hitter, none of them cared. Most yeah. of them liked it because pitchers had better grip on the ball. Yeah, it wasn't, like, adding that much. And, and the funny thing is, right, is, like, 
just two years ago, I mean, hitting was crazy. Like, like I just said, because the balls were like, they were, I think, however they were created, they were like stitched tighter. So the seams were sharper and pitchers had less of a grip. So then they're using these, like, you know, like this spider tech or whatever, I guess. And, and now that they deaden the balls and all this, now mind you, Manfred goes, oh, all the baseballs are the same. And then they go into this year, like, oh yeah, we killed the balls. It's like, what? Yeah. And then, and then they expected what? Not like they expected pitchers not to have an advantage. (laughs) they just don't they they don't make sense at all and like my whole thing too is um what was i gonna say when it comes to like the substance okay i played baseball up until senior year of high school okay Mm -hmm. then i got done when i I pitched my senior year and when i in high school we put mud on the ball like when you get a new ball you rub dirt on it to get a grip Get it like a little because a new ball is the worst feeling thing. I, anybody who plays knows that a new ball is the worst thing to throw. Mm-hmm. It looks so nice, but it's awful. And I don't know if anybody watches Major League Baseball, but if a ball touches the ground, what do they do? They get a new ball. Yep. And I know they say they rough them up a little bit, but if you look at those balls, those are not roughed up at all. So like, I I just don't understand how you can put this rule in halfway through a season, not even halfway through a season. Expect these pitchers to be all okay with it. And then to be strip-searched. Sergio, I watched Sergio Romo drop his pants down almost to his ankles. <laughs> Max Sergio looked like he wanted to murder somebody. Joe Girardi just throwing, just making the umps go check Sergio again for the third time in a game is ridiculous because my man was sweating and he occasionally touched his hat. Yeah. It, yeah like it's it, just – it makes no yeah, – it makes. He, and then, what, two days ago? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, it's just like, yeah, because he touched his hat or he touched his hair or something. Yeah, yeah. and then like two days ago they took I, – I don't know the pitcher's name, but they took the Brewers pitcher's uh, mitt. It was uh, Peralta, who's having it next That's what year. I thought too, and I heard it was either – it was too – they thought it was too heavy or not heavy enough. Like, what the – what are we doing? What are we doing anymore? Like, this like, – come on. And, and the fact that, you know, like Trevor Bauer said, these umpires, number one, they don't know what to look for. Right. And number two, they're judge, jury, and executioner, basically. And then yep. if they if you get, you know, there's really no appeals process to where if you get caught, allegedly, you're hurting your team. If you're a starting pitcher, you're here hurting your team for two starts. And if you're a relief pitcher, oh my goodness, like in 10 games, yeah. that's, I mean, I'm, shit. If you're Brian Shaw, that's 10, that's, that's 10 appearances. That's what I mean. That's what, <laughs> exactly. Like if you're an Indians reliever, man, that's, that's like seven games. Yeah, yeah. It's, so it's, it's, yeah. It, makes no, it makes no sense. And to your point about like, you know, like roughing up a, a brand all. new baseball. At all. You know, the, the issue is like they do it to, to rough up a, a baseballs for a game or for a series. They do it day, like, you know, like they'll do it from what I heard. They do it like Monday for like a Monday, Wednesday series. Mm-hmm. They do it, all the baseballs on one day just to get it done, but by Tuesday or Wednesday, the, the the mud's already dry. I mean, hell, even before the game, you know, if they do yeah. it at one o'clock for a seven o'clock game, I mean, what the hell? You know, it's like yeah, that, it, that mud isn't, it's not consistent enough. You know, yeah, it just makes no stay, sense. It's not, yeah, and then you have dried mud. <laughs> God, <laughs> just, uh. dry, what's dry mud? Dirt. You have fucking dirt on the ball. 
that makes yeah. it even more slick. So now mm-hmm. you have you have no you have zero dip. It it makes yeah. no sense at all. I feel for pitchers right now. It's honestly, I mean, I think injuries gonna go up like you've already seen. I mean, the Indians are we're gonna get into it later, but the Indians are a prime example. Mm-hmm. But like other teams, I mean, look at the Rays, one of the best teams in baseball, lose their best pitcher. Yep. And is it coincidence that they've kind of gone downhill a little bit lately? I mean, I hope – I mean, it's the Rays. They're going to turn around because they always do. But it's just – it's just it's not a good spot for baseball to be in right now, in my opinion. And no. they did it to – they have no one to blame but themselves. Yeah, 100%. And it's the same song and dance every year. They do something stupid, and then we have to talk about it every year. And, I mean, it's just the, the ineptitude of that commissioner, man. He is just in awe. Like, how does that guy still have a job? And honestly, it's one of those things where he must be making. This is why I, I call bullshit on the whole like Dolan being poor, like poor and can't afford anything. If Manfred is still in, that means he's he's helping the owners get make so much money. You know what I mean? Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. So it's like because he's just so inept at his job. At least, yeah. At least you could say Roger Goodell. Think whatever you want about him. You know that like he's making a ton of money for the owners, which is why he's not he's probably never leaving. Unless, yeah. until he re- he actually retires. Mm-hmm. Adam Silver, I feel like the players kinda like him. So I feel like everybody likes Adam Silver. So, so I think he's gonna make makes it good. Yeah. Yeah. But then you have Manfred who every fucking player hates him. Yet like I said, man, he must be making money for every fucking owner. And like yeah. I said, that's that's why I, I call bullshit on, on – Oh, 100%. I mean, it just it amazes me how much has happened in this – what are we, three months into the season? Four, three months? Yeah, four three months? months in, yeah. Three months. How much stuff's happened in three months of a season that no one likes? I mean, we can look at the substance that everybody hates, right? Yep. I mean, Tony Larusa calling out your man Mercedes is. Yeah. Uh, we lucky we were gone for that, or I would have went off. That's something that is just the worst thing I've ever seen a manager do to his own player, and that and it's. Oh God, I. I no, go ahead. Go ahead. He's. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, if three zero count in baseball, you and they throw you a cookie pitch. I don't give a shit if it's a catcher throwing the baseball at you, a first baseman, a pitcher, a relief pitcher, a center fielder, I don't care. 3-0, they throw you a cookie down the middle, you get paid to hit home runs and they drive balls in. You remember Mercedes is 20 years old, he finally made it to the big leagues, he gets a cookie down the middle, you think he's not going to hit it, and he drove that ball. Walked the bases, came home, and his manager after the game must be like, oh, we can't be doing that. Can't, can't be doing what? Scoring runs? He just killed that whole dude's, all of his confidence right there, you just killed. It just – it makes no sense to me how a manager can do that to a player, especially with the Chicago White Sox when you have personalities on a team like Lance Lynn and uh, Tim Anderson. I almost said Tim Beckman again, but yeah. I call myself <laughs> Tim, <laughs> Tim Anderson. And, like, it just – it upsets me because, like, uh, I you just – a manager should always have his players back. Even if he does something bad, you don't do that to the media. You say that to the player in the in the – in the locker room, you're like, okay, you know what? Maybe next time don't swing 3-0. But right. to the media, you say he saw a good pitch, he's from the bat. That's what you should do, in my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, but, like, I don't know. I just feel like that, that shit shouldn't have happened. And then I, I superly dislike Tony DeLusa, and I always have. But, yeah. But, yeah, that's my little rant. Well, no, I mean, you're 100% right. When you have, <laughs> when you have somebody like Mercedes, right, or anybody 
when free agency comes up, it's not going to say he hit a home a three-run home run against a position player in the ninth inning of a blowout game. It's yeah. going to say he he hit the the 18 home run or 20 home run or 25 home run threshold that, you know, in obviously this is his first year, but if it's somebody else who's maybe entering arbitration for the first time or the second time, like those things matter. Exactly. You know, that that one home run, that those three extra RBIs. I mean, y- y- yeah, you're you're padding stats and yeah, for you to get paid and <laughs> the fact that it was his own manager, that's what really fucking killed me. Yeah. You and would be like yeah. Chris Woodward last year with, <laughs> with, um, with Fernando Tatis Jr. swinging 3-0 and hitting a, hitting a grand slam and getting all pissy, fine. I, I get it because you, you, don't, you don't want your um, – you, you know, you want to kind of defend your guys. Yeah. That being said, you know, for someone like Chris Woodward – to be a former player and people went through like a baseball reference game where he hit like a, like a three run home run in the ninth inning, uh, like one of his rare home runs that he ever hit. Like people went back and, and saw like, Oh, Crispin, why'd you swing? Why'd you swing there? You were already up uh, six to nothing in the ninth inning. Yeah. You hit that three run home run. I mean, it's just stupid, but I get, I could at least respect and understand you want to defend your own guys, but exactly. Larusa going after his own guys. And then the next day when, because obviously the twins are pissy. They they throw yeah. at oh. somebody, and he's just like, "Well, that's baseball." And it's like, "Yo, oh. my god!" He's like, "Yeah, what? I understand it." Yeah. What? And oh. it, just, it made oh. no sense to me. Oh, if I'm a t- oh, if I if I'm a teammate, and my guy gets it, if if I'm your man and I get hit by a pitch, right? And that I know it's a manager, but if let's say if Tim Anderson was like, "Yeah, he deserved it," I'm. Fighting Tim Anderson in the in the clubhouse after the game, 100%. like that's not, like one hundred percent. Like you, you just don't do that shit. Like there's things you don't do, and that's one of the things you don't do. Also, I just want to put it out there if that I forgot who it was. William was it that William Australia? Oh, I can't think of his name. The dude he looks like a turtle. <laughs> I can't oh, think of his uh, name. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, it's Alto Twerga. If, um, yeah, if he yeah. strikes out Mercedes, there, Mercedes is getting clowned for two that, weeks at least. Mean. Yeah, 100%. yeah, but he hits a home run. And he's the bad guy. Like, fuck off. Like, I'm sorry, but that's like that. I I always want my guys swinging, no matter what. Like, I don't care. If you have a pitch to hit, swing. Get in a rhythm. The worst thing you can do in baseball is lose confidence and get out of the rhythm, because then you're just you're stuck until you find that again. So I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out what what day was that when they played. I wanna. That was a while ago, I want to say. <clears throat> um, let's see. It was at Minnesota. Okay, I found it. I found it. May okay. 17th. May 17th? Yeah. Yeah. And then the next day he got hit by a pitch. Or he got thrown behind. Did they hit him or did they throw behind him? I think they hit him. I think it was yeah, like the leg maybe or back. I don't know. Yeah, I think they did. So, now think about this. After after that game, or yeah, after that game, he hit, he was hitting three sixty four. Okay. Right now he's hitting two seventy. Yeah, it, he it just uh, and no only person playing there is Tony Larusa. Yeah, you gotta think there's a, some type of correlation, right? 
100%. You get called out by your own manager, you're going to go up to bat thinking, what am I allowed to do now? So, yeah, yeah. since then, he's hitting 168. I just pulled it up. I just, I just highlighted those games. 168, so 195 uh, batting average with ball and play. Um, sorry, it's kind of tough. 24 strikeouts, uh, only two home runs, 12 RBIs. Eight. He's 18 for 107. Uh. That's what you think about, it, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, it's just it, it, like I said. It just especially for a guy like that who finally got his finally got a shot to make the big league roster was going off this year. I mean, was one of the pleasant surprises the first month and a half of the season. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, he's definitely like he doesn't get talked about that much anymore. Well, I mean, why would he? He's hitting one sixty. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just uh, it's it's frustrating. Do you think, um, kind of going back to the foreign substance thing? Did you have like a fun, like the funniest interaction you thought from, from what you said? Oh, I'm trying to think. It's probably the. I have two. Otani just being the nicest dude ever when they mm-hmm. when they came over to him was the I thought was just such an Otani thing to do. Because all that and then, does um, is all that dude does just, is like throw one over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, like he actually. Yeah, like he yeah. almost accidentally hit uh Mark Kahana the other day. It wasn't even mm-hmm. close in my opinion. But he got mad, and Otani like literally looked at him and apologized right away. And in my opinion, he didn't have to because the pitch wasn't that close. Mm-hmm. But um, Otani, and then I w- want to say the Scherzer debacle with um Durali. Durali was the yeah. was the other one, just because. I mean, Joe looks like such an asshole for that. Looks like such an old head for doing that to Max for no reason, and then him getting thrown out of the game was just poetic in my opinion. But yeah, those are probably my favorite ones. I, I gotta say my favorite one was from yesterday when they checked the knuckleballer twice. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who does not want any spin on the ball <laughs> is checked for having a foreign substance to increase the spin rate. Yeah. What yeah. are we doing? That yeah. makes no and sense. Jo- yeah, and also the, the Trevor Bauer and Joe Musgrove one yesterday with oh. uh did you see that? Yeah, yeah, when, yeah. When when he, he like completely yeah, threw yeah. his bat. Yeah. And then <laughs> Uh, Bauer asked me we wanted some rosin. Also, that's another thing we need to talk about about the foreign substance. ML pitchers, if they get any pine tar on their hands, are just screwed. Well, yeah, no, that was the thing. So you I can't think even it pick was, up a bat. I think it was Jordan Yamamoto for the Mets. He was just like, oh, I get it. We're, we're pitchers hitting, but we can't use pine tar. Yeah. And Musgrove, just like, doesn't, and Musgrove doesn't use batting gloves. So, yeah, he, that's what I'm talking about. He's screwed unless he yeah. unless he just gets a new bat that has nothing on it. Which I don't know if anybody's ever grabbed a bat, but it's the it's almost as worse as grabbing a a new baseball. There's no grip on those things at all. Exactly, and you know if you do, and if you don't like the feel of batting gloves, I mean, look, some people don't. It's weird, but yeah. I mean, it just. Josh Naylor's been doing it, rocking it for a couple of weeks now. Yeah, that's with right. No batting gloves. I mean, there's been many players who just rock the no batting gloves for a long time. It's, yeah. It would be weird for a pitcher not to, but I mean. Yeah, it's all about feel Yeah. in the end of just, things. So. It's just weird that, again, like you said, if you're, hit, yeah, if you're, hitting, uh, if you're hitting in the NL, like you're fucking screwed because you can't yeah. find hard on your bat. No. So it's just like. And if you accidentally get something that's not, in, like let's say you're just patting your bat and then your glove, you touch your arm with your glove on accident and they come out and they're like, what's that? And you're like, oh, must have been when I was bad. Nope, you're gone. And then you have no way to 
all your case, nothing you're going for 10 days. Like it just, it makes the whole process is just dumb. Yeah, it's, it's so, and like you said, to implement it in the middle of June when, like, I mean, Power Glass now literally came out and they're just like, yeah, I had to rework my little, like, a few of my mechanics and now he potentially could, now he's on the DL, uh, partially. Could miss the whole season. And yeah, and yeah. I have Tommy John. Yeah, yep. I mean, it's stupid. It's it, 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 man. If you got to regrip something, if you put a little bit more pressure, if you hold it a little bit harder through your follow through, and you're, you know, using, you know, over exaggerating a, a muscle that you know you just you weren't. And we don't to, use. Yeah, because of your mechanics. Yeah. It's like that's. I mean, it's a giant factor. So. One hundred percent. Yep. I agree. So yeah, man. Um, I think that's it about the foreign substance. Do you have anything else to add? No, I think we got. I think we got through it all. I'm, I'm kind of on a better mood now after talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about our Cleveland Indians because they don't have any starting pitching. Uh, Please, uh, Zach obviously got hurt because he's being a jabroni allegedly. Yep. Uh, Shane Bieber, shoulder sprain. Is that it? Or yeah, shoulder stiffness would end up being a sprain. They said, yeah. And he's out for you know a little while. Hopefully, he's back by the All Star break. And then, my goodness, Aaron Savali, the, at the time, the leader in, in wins in the major league, um, was one strike away from finishing uh, five innings against the Cubs. And, uh, you know, he strained his, his middle finger, and he's out for four to five weeks. Or he, and he shut down for a week or two. So, man, dude, they, yep. they have nobody now. They have yeah, it's – it, it, it's everything that Cleveland's against is coming up to them right now. They're not used to – they don't like calling people up when they're not ready, mm-hmm. or they don't like calling people up when they haven't reached AAA, or they don't like calling people up in general because they don't want to pay them yet. And that's exactly what's going on right now. I mean, Eli Morgan, uh, Marat, Marat uh, not Marat, how do you, uh, JC, Mejia, those two guys in a regular season would be in AAA right now, not oh. getting called up to us, like at all. Mm-hmm. And they both are now – also, Sam Hedges. He's like, he might be the only one that would have been actually called up this year, to be honest. But he, I yeah, think he would only be called up for a bullpen arm. Yeah, exactly. And now all three of those guys are going to be in all rotation. And then also, you got to look at, like, Tristan McKenzie, which also I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rant one more time here. People on Twitter need to shut the hell up about saying McKenzie's over, get rid of him. He's nothing now. My dude got, he had a really good season last year. Now he's come back this year, but now people are expecting him to do it. He's not found it yet. That doesn't mean he's done. He just has to rework some things, hopefully figures it out. But to give up on the kid already is ridiculous in my opinion. I mean, if that was true, then Jose Ramirez wouldn't be on this team right now because he would have gave up after the first season he was with us. So we need to stop with that. Okay, that's my little rant, sorry. But hopefully he figures it out. He can be back up soon. Uh, just, it, it's, just, it, it's just tough. I mean – we have nobody in rotation. That's what's here at the beginning of the year. Nobody. Unless they call up McKenzie to do a spot start again. And at that point, it's like, can you risk even throwing out McKenzie? Because yeah. you'd never know what you're going to get. And it's really – and it's all mechanics with him. It's all mechanics yeah. and repetition. He's, mechanics, and I think he gets in his head a little too much. Yeah, I mean, he's a lanky starting pitcher. He's like, what, 6'5", 160 pounds. Yeah. Like, so he's very like robotic in his delivery, and I feel like 
if he just sped it up just a little bit more, like he might be able to find a little bit more consistency because he pitched well last year. I think he went like what six and four, had like a four ERA. You know, that's, yeah, that's and this year he's had a good. Yeah. Yeah, and that's you know, like you said, or like you were going to say before I interrupted you. You know, at times this year he's he's pitched well. There's yeah. other times where he just can't find the strike zone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, can you risk throwing him out there when you also have to schedule for the next game and the next game? Because like any one of these games, you kind of expect the starting pitching to just go awry. Whether oh, yeah. Kia can't get out of the can't get out of the first inning, whether it's Hensha's only being able to go to like the third inning. Um, really, the only guy I really trust is Eli Morgan because I feel like he's, I feel like he's got that little bit of Josh Tomlin in him where he's not going to overpower you, but man, he's going to give you five, six innings. And we saw it, right? Like, you and know, he'll throw strikes. Yeah, and that's the thing too. He'll throw strikes. You'll live right. with At the solo home runs. Exactly. Everything else, it, I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah. He he pitched well up until that sixth inning against the Cubs. Uh, I mean, he only gave up the one hit. He struck out nine. It just they started kind of, you know, that third time through the lineup. He kind of just got hit. He got hit. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, he's a perfect pitcher through five innings. If, like, that's a guy, he's going to go five innings. So you got to expect five innings, and after that, get the bullpen ready. Yeah. And, I mean, shit, at this point, <laughs> that's, as, uh, that's as good as you're going to get. What's um, But then at the same time, the, and then the crazy thing is, and we kind of talked about this before we hit record, the Indians are only two, what, two and a half games out of first place? And like yeah. you said, three, four games out of the best record in the AL? I mean, if they can get through this stretch, they play the Twins, they play the Tigers, they play Houston, uh, then they play Tampa, and then the All-Star break. I think they play somebody else. I can't remember. But if they can get through the All-Star break and be about two, two and a half games out of first place, maybe even three. Man, they're they're sitting pretty. The the whole team. I think people forget too that we haven't had one of our best hitters, and yeah. for Mel Reyes, who was yeah. literally holding our team up with Jose before he got hurt. Yeah, he's gone. Robbie, can we talk about Bobby Bradley for a second? Uh, please. Our boy Bobby I love, I love Bradley. Bradley. You know, okay, go ahead, take it away. You talk about Bobby. That's your it, man. Go ahead. I mean, it's just a power hitting first baseman. He plays. Fine defense, and I mean the fact that the fact that the Indians came out of spring training after Bobby Bradley was hitting like 370 in spring training, and goes, "We're gonna give Jake Bowers one more shot," and then proceeded to wait a mo- two months into the season to just see him swing a wet noodle every single time he went up to bat, and then in one series being brought up. Bobby Bradley had the same production as Jake Bowers had in yep. two months. Yep, it, it's incredible. You could, I mean, you could have had Yu Chang playing first base. You could have had Josh Naylor playing first base, and had Harold Ramirez up playing right field instead of Jake Bowers. If you wanted to keep Bobby Bradley down, because I know his AAA numbers at the time they weren't good, because I mean he was striking out a lot, but he reworked some things, and you know what? Maybe it's for the best. The Indians get another yeah. year of Bobby Bradley because of, you know, they they sent, they had him down in the minor leagues. Right. Um, so they manipulated his service time, number one. But number two, he figured out his swing, and now we're kind of seeing the the fruits of it. 
Uh, maybe mm-hmm. he doesn't do that if he's brought up, you know, game one. Um, or even, you know, in the middle of May, because, I mean, he was struggling still in the middle of May and towards the end of May. But it's just like the fact that they really had jo- Jake Bowers playing first base every fucking game yeah. for two months. Yep. It just, it made no sense. I don't, yeah. like, I'm not a huge Yu Chang fan, and I think he's probably the first one out when when people like Fran Mill gets back. Um, I'd much rather see Clement, you know, be that utility guy. At least, you know, he can. And that's the other thing, right? They bring up Owen Miller. He struggles because, you know, first time being brought up, you know, it, it, it is what it is. I'm, I'm, I'm not giving up on the guy at all. No, yeah. But, they're not but they sent playing, him down. But they're well. First of all, they're not even playing him at a position. They're just like, right. hey, first you're gonna DH, and then you're gonna play some third and some short and some second. It's like, no, this, yeah, that that guy was playing all over at AAA, but playing all over in AAA and playing all over in the major leagues is a little bit different. Like if you wanted him to play first base, like just corner infield, you wanted him to play yeah. first base, and then DH twice a week to give Jose a rest. I'm all for it. Right. But the fact that like they were moving moving guys around and I knew that, and I know they had to get creative. But I mean we're seeing it right now with the hottest hitter on the Indians with Ahmad Rosario. This guy's playing center field, learning a new position, and then against lefties he's coming back playing shortstop and he's hitting well because he's playing his natural position, but his defense at short is a little suspect at times. Yep. Because he's going back and forth. So then they finally you know, send down um, uh, Jimenez. Jimenez. Yeah. Yep. They sent him down because he was just struggling and you just didn't have the at-bats. And it's okay. Like, again, he's only 22 years old. So it's it's not a big deal. There's no panic or anything like that. Um, but you have Rosario. You play him every day. And since then, since the middle of May, he's hitting like 330. Yeah. And yeah. No, exactly. You're right. And I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. Like, everything you just said. And the whole thing uh, – one other thing about Bobby Bradley that I've just – two things. I know he didn't hit good to AAA, but he could also not hit good to AAA because he thought to himself, what could I do more to make the major league roster? And he probably put it down on himself. I mean, the dude had an amazing spring. Probably right. the best hitter on our team for spring mm-hmm. training. And then he gets told, hey, we're not going to let you be in the team because this guy that hits 12, 56 miles per hour, we want him to play first base. Like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And then also, like, Another thing about Bobby Bradley that can't go unmentioned, like we talk about this, like in our spring training episode, like before the season started. If Bobby Bradley does bad, there's still a chance he hits an accidental home run. Yep. He went 0 for 15, which is, you know, what I mean, for a young guy, it's tough going 0 for 15. And yeah, what? After, how did he break after, that? After hitting 370, his first yeah. two weeks up here. And how did he break going 0 for 15? He, he had a fucking, home run. Uh, not just any home run. He went. Opposite field. Apple, yeah, apple taco. And it's like, you don't, like, Jake Bowers isn't doing that. If Bowers breaks no 15, it's a bloop single. single yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, it just, I, I, it's not something, like, it just, it's just so great to see. And, like, when all guys come back, like Reyes and Duplo, when they come back, like, I didn't think I was going to say this before the season started, but, like, we get to find a bash for people. And that's something I didn't think that we were going to say before the season started. I mean, can you agree? No, yeah, hundred, no, hundred percent. Yeah, that, like that was gonna be before my, the season started. That was gonna be my my next question. Um, when it come when it came to the Indians, 
you know, what is your ideal lineup now? Uh, when they, when like we get healthy? When everybody's, yeah, healthy. I mean, I, I would say, I mean, you keep Bobby at first. I think the infield stays the way it is right now, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, in the outfield, I would, uh, see, this is what gets tough. Harold, you keep in the lineup. I would put Harold in center. Um, Eddie in right or left like he's been. And then in right field, I would put Luplo and Naylor switching back and forth on lefties and righties. And then I would keep Zimmer up. I'm not sending Zimmer down ever again. Yeah, no, I'm keeping can. him up. Yeah. And <clears throat> seventh, seventh inning, he can, maybe he can go to center, but Harold to right or something like that. But Zimmer needs to be on the outfield like seven inning now on in a close game. Yeah. yeah he might not hit the ball. And he is doing better hitting this year, but he's still not – I mean, like we talked about, if he was a starting setter, but he hits 240 and plays defense, he's playing, I don't care. Yeah, and, but, if, and, if, and he's hitting ninth or eighth, so it's yeah, like it's yeah. not that big of a deal either. Yeah, exactly. And like, like I said, he, he stays in this team. If they – I swear, Caitlin, I swear to God, if we call up, if they come back and we're like, let's send, send Zimmer down and keep you chain on this team, I'm going to freak the fuck out. Uh, no yeah, disrespect yeah. to you, Chain, but there's nothing you, Chain, can do better than Zimmer, except maybe hit the ball. But he's not going to get the bats that he's not going to get at bats up here. Well, Ernie Clement can do everything you, Chain, can do. Yeah, and and that's and that's the other thing. When you're healthy, you expect Rosario Hernandez and Jay Ram to play every single day. Exactly. Yes. And if you brought up Bobby Bradley to play five, six times a week. That means against yeah. lefties that he's going to start. Maybe you drop him in the lineup, but that means he's going to play against lefties. If yeah, not, and even if he does – yeah, go ahead. Sorry. If, if not, when Luplo comes back, you can move Luplo to center, have Harold Ramirez, have either Naylor or Bobby Bradley play first against uh, lefties, and then you're good. Like, I, yep. I, just don't, I just don't understand. You'll have your backup catcher. You'll have your utility infielder in Clement. You'll have – you know, any sing, any game, you'll have either, you know, your if it's against a lefty, you'll have your uh, uh, lefty bats coming off the bench late in the game to pinch hit for like Luplo. Yep. You know, if it if it's if it's Naylor, then you know you just move Harold Ramirez to center, and then you have your your speedy guy, and like you said, in in Zimmer, who's just again, he's I think right now he's hitting like two thirty, which is way better than he was before like the yeah. last few years and obviously a lot of injuries um but he's played stellar defense and i just i can't trust harold ramirez playing nine innings every single game in center field from here on no out. i just can't i can't either no i can't either but so like even like we've said so, even, is a so bat. even if zimmer plays every once in a while um in center field just to spell people like i'm cool with it i'm yeah 100 yeah I'm and the good thing about our outfield like you could you could move like anybody around to any position, I think, and if you put Zimmer to center, if that makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. loop, like loop, low can like except for maybe Eddie, but I don't think they take Eddie out ever either. So I think Eddie's oh, locked yeah. in at left. Yeah. But like everybody from center to right can play right and center. Does that make sense? Yeah. And like loop low has shown he can play center, and honestly, he's not that bad playing center. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's really not that bad. No, he's not at all. Um, I also don't expect. I th- I think the earliest loop low can come back is like late July. So. I'm not yeah. really like holding my breath either when it comes to No, him. no. When it comes to him. But the good thing is when he does Frando, come back, he... but Frando coming yeah. back, like him being the DH and then you kinda just work around there 
Naylor plays sometimes in right field, Harold in center. And then it really it just comes down to you can't I, – I, I think we've seen enough of Yu Chang, even though, like, in baseball – like, baseball-wise, like, we really haven't because it's, it's not like he gets everyday playing time. It just like I think I, we I know, know who he is now. Exactly, I think we do know yeah. who he is. Yeah, he's not gonna he's he's not gonna be that guy who in AAA was hitting, you know, two eighty with like, you know, a bunch of extra base hits. You know what I mean? It's just right. Like, no, yeah, he's just not gonna be that major league player. He 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 might be just that. What do they call it? The four A player. I mean, it, it is <laughs> what it is. You know, he, he mm-hmm. might just be the Shelly Duncan. You know, same thing with with a lot of these guys, right? You know, um, obviously we haven't really see, we haven't really seen him a lot, but that Daniel Johnson, you know, it, yeah. I mean, it's tough for him to just randomly come up and then go up against Lance Lynn and strike out five times. Like it's that's it's just tough, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, yeah. you're in a no-win situation. Um, but at the same time, when you have emerging guys like Harold Ramirez, like I love that guy. When we picked him up, I'm like, why wasn't he? Why wasn't he like yeah. one of the first people called up to begin with? Right. All he does is hit. All yeah, he does all is hit. All he does is hit. I mean, I mean, he squares up the ball every single time. Yeah, he has like a top ten contact rate in baseball. He's like, he's like top five in sprint to speed or something like that. I and read. He, and he doesn't strike out because he swings at everything. No, everything. <laughs> yeah, so, every, I mean, he had the worst play in baseball. Where the base is loaded, he spun the first pitch, and luckily the pitcher threw it away. But like, he did it. I'm like, that, that's Harold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, if if you're going to get a strike, you're probably going to get a strike, you know, first pitch of a bases loaded, yeah. so why not? Like, he doesn't care. Get, get aggressive, you know what I mean? Right, oh, so, 100%. And really, it's just his defense that's just, like, it's just tough playing him in center field, like I said, game in and game out. But oh if, yeah. if you have a Zimmer who can come in to your defensive replacement in, like you said, the seventh, eighth inning, when you're up two, um, and you sub out Naylor, like, I – I feel like it's not that big of a deal, in my opinion. No, not at all. Even if, even if we're up by three runs and you sub out Ramirez, that's not that big of a deal, in my opinion. No, no, no. no. Like, I feel like whoever you sub out that, as long as Zimmer is in center, there's no big deal that needs to be talked about. Like, no one should disagree that Zimmer's the best, maybe the best defensive player on the team. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I feel like, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think the only one that can, like, contest is um, Ramirez at third. But, I mean, he does, you don't see enough of him, but Zimmer's the best. Yeah. And especially when you have a an outfield that it's not like it has a lot of range, right? I mean, Rosario yeah. is pretty good in left field. Um, I think he grades out as a fairly average defender, which is really what you need in left field. And yeah. then, I mean, I think we've joked about it many times before, but in right field, if, if it's Josh Naylor, you're kind of just holding your breath. But he's been making yeah. a lot of plays. So he that's has the been. Other thing. He's been diving. He's getting better and better and better, in my opinion. And He's and starting to look like. All right. I think he's starting to realize he's not playing first base anymore. So he's just going to be right field. And, and that's the thing, right? We have all these guys who, like Josh Naylor, he's finally getting an opportunity to play every day. And at least that dude just, like, number one, plays hard, number one. But number right. two, like, with his bat, yeah, he's going to have his ups and downs. But he puts up pretty good at bats. I mean, that, yeah. that at bat against the Cubs – where he fought, where he, it was a nine pitch at bat, he fouls off like three straight pitches, three straight really really good pitches, mm-hmm. and then like, cranks a, a a home run, a no doubt home run, no doubt, like, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. on a sinker in, like breaking <laughs> like breaking, like towards the middle of the plate, like 
Yeah. It's impressive. And I'm, I very much like Josh Naylor. Um, you can, it's just tough, right? We just talked about it. You, where do you, where do you get some of these, where do you get rid of some of these at bats? Cause Fran Milton yeah, is his, I mean, he's just too yeah. good. You can't, I mean, in my opinion, there's, two, there's four guys I you did, never think ideally, the Honestly, honestly, ideally, if you could play Fran Mill and right field occasionally, like that would kind of be all right. Right. Yeah, yeah. It just the bad thing is like. But then at that he's point, he's just it's that just like, bad. Yeah, at that point you're just yeah. like, just put Naylor in right DH. Bobby yeah. Bradley. In my opinion, there's four guys who should never leave the lineup. Yeah, that's Jose, Amir Rosario, Hernandez, and Fran Mill. In my opinion, those well, four what, guys should never leave the lineup. What about Eddie? What about Eddie Rosario? See. I, 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 He's like a, he's such an anomaly to me. Well, I mean, <laughs> because I I want to like he's always, him. He's, he's always in the lineup. There. Yeah, but no, yeah, no, but he he's is always, always been in the there. lineup. Yeah, but he's always been that anomaly, even in the twi- yeah, even true. With the Twins. Like he just he upsets me with like he's the only guy I know who cannot hit a good pitch, but he can hit the shit out of every bad pitch thrown to him. <laughs> yeah, and it just upsets the shit out of me because he's like, oh, fastball down the middle, nah, curveball that bounced three times. Over the fence. It's like, what? How does that make sense? <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Eddie, too, I, I guess there's five guys. But then, like like I said, but in my opinion, there's ten guys on the team that should play every day. And that's, I mean, and that's Zimmer. Zimmer needs to get in there after the seventh inning. In a winning game or a close game, Zimmer to play center. I don't care. All right, so he needs to be in there at the close game. To wrap this up, what's your one through nine? Like lineup? Yeah, lineup. Ah. Uh, Okay, Hernandez, do I want to position two? No, no I mean, we, we know Hernandez okay. leading off playing second. Same yeah, Hernandez second, uh, Rosario short, yep. Ramirez third. Yep. Uh, I'll probably go Fennel four, Bobby five. Oh, shit. God, I forgot about Eddie. Eddie <laughs> six. Whoa, oh, my God. Wait, no, I'm, I might put Eddie four. Yeah, Eddie four. Fennel five, five, Bobby six. To, to switch seven? up the lefty righties. Yeah, Naylor seven. Or Naylor or Hernandez or uh, Na- he, Naylor or Ramirez seven. Yeah. Um, or even. Wait a minute. We got. So we no, got I'd probably switch. put. I'd probably so we put. Got, wait, hold on. So we got switch right, switch left, right. Oh fuck! Eddie's left-handed. Shit. This. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie. Eddie bet fourth to be left-handed. Then we we'll for middle five betting right. Bobby six being left. Um. We'll put Harold batting seventh, batting right. I'd put – I would probably put Naylor then Perez. Perez batting last. I mean, I, or you yeah. can switch or I'd put, or Perez-Naylor. Well, you're, you no, you're not going to – yeah, you're not going to hit Naylor last. I, yeah, I wouldn't – and honestly, my hot take, Caitlin, I, don't, I think after trade the line, I don't think Perez is on this team if we're winning or not. Oh? I, I'm just saying, I think Tito – the front office have found out, I mean, that they can do exactly what they're doing with Hedges as they were doing Perez. And yeah, that's my salary. hot take. Yeah, because he's – Yeah, and he has an option after this year. Yeah, and he has an option this year. And I think the Indians – it's one of those trades where the Indians, like, like they do every year, even when they're winning. Like, they can get some for a guy that they don't really – they have a surplus of, if that makes sense. I'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'll be honest with you. I liked what Rene Rivera has done. Yeah, I do too. That's what I'm saying. I think Renee has shown that he's a valuable backup catcher. Like last year, 
I think we we now we can look at Sandy Leone and wonder how bad he was. Yeah, for real. <laughs> looking for at real. looking at Rene Rivera now. And you gotta so think, why. man, Perez coming back even after the All Star break, man. I mean, sure, sure, it'd be it, it'd be nice defensively, but if he can't hit, man, that's yeah, that's tough. I mean, it's that's tough. That's what I'm saying, and that's why I would think, like, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I wouldn't be surprised if Perez is traded at the All-Star break. I mean, at the All-Star break, I mean, at the trade deadline. It would not surprise me at all. I'm just trying to, you know, I'm, now I'm thinking about this lineup, and it's just, it doesn't really make it's sense. It's confusing. It's, it's one of the, the hard, it's bad that the hard thing you, is to find out who's bad in the last three. You, <laughs> and you in the almost, middle. You almost want to, like, boot Hernandez to, like, the nine hole. Ideal, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's the and thing. Then but move like, everybody but, else up, but you don't want to do that because because okay, Rosario's batting so good by in second. Yeah. So, okay, let me let me think about this. Hernandez, <laughs> uh, Ahmed Rosario, J Ram. You might have to put Eddie four, Reyes fifth. No wait, Reyes four, Eddie fifth, and then six would be Harold Ramirez, and then Bobby Bradley, Mailer, catcher. Yeah, that, that's fine with me. I think that's I think that's what it's gonna be. I just think they have to switch up. You can't you can't have Eddie, Bobby, and Naylor next to no, each other at all. Three, no, you have to, you have to have them switched up. Well, yeah. So then if that's because if you put Eddie, yeah, if you put Eddie four, because your, your top four stay the same. Well, really, your top five, because I mean, Fran Mill was hitting fifth anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm cool. Yeah, you know, what? yeah, I'm cool with that. And then you have, <laughs> yeah, because then you have, yeah, Bobby. And you have some protection for Bobby because you have Fred Mill and Harold Ramirez between Bobby, I think. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I like that lineup a lot. All right, I think we should figure it out. Hopefully, Tito I think we figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tito, call me up if you need help. Yeah, uh, pitching, I have no idea. Uh, just go out there and I'm not, one yeah, to give pray. Us... I'm not one to pray, but pray. Just pray. Give us four to six innings. Yeah, just give four to six innings. Can you give me two, th- two times to the lineup? Through the lineup, and can you give me less than two runs in four? Yeah. Can you do that? Yes. No. Maybe. And those strikes. I don't. And here's my last thing I'll say about the pitching. I, you're a young guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're gonna hit you. It happens. I don't care if they just mash you one game. Don't walk people. Yeah, don't let really, that be the issue. Yeah, because that's, that's my that, problem. Yeah. And it's like if they score like, nine runs off you with you hitting the ball, fine. If they score nine runs off you because you walked in eight, then I have a problem. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. It, it the fact that right you have Tristan McKenzie with mechanical issues, and that's kind of something a little bit different. But you have guys like Mejia who just like the I think it was the Cardinals, like the Cardinals game and the Pirates game. I mean, he was just nitpicking that strike zone. Yeah. You can't. You just got to be aggressive and throw strikes. If they hit you, they exactly. Because yeah. Mejia's got enough movement on his pitches to where they're probably not going to square up a ball consistently unless you're behind in the count where you have where they know a strike is coming. Right. So if they're in the count, just throw a strike. If they swing at it, they're, it's, they're probably going to – because he has a nice sinker, he's, he's probably going to ground and just hit a ground ball. Exactly. You know, that's the thing about Eli Morgan, right? Through three starts, and I can't – through his first start, I can't even – I'm not just, counting that. That's a that, that's the worst stupid. feeling for that guy, kid. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that to happen to him. But his start against Baltimore, he threw strikes, and he knew he wasn't going to be out there for for very long. Um, so that I mean, that's 
that's fine. He went, what, three and two-thirds inning? Um, but last start, he threw strikes against the Cubs. And through five innings, he only gave up – he only had the one mistake, and it was a Chris Bryan home run that just barely got out. So. Yeah, exactly. And Eli Morgan, like I said, he's not going to blow it away, but he knows what he's doing. He knows, like, I'm going to throw strikes on my defense play. If they hit the ball, I trust my defense. And that's what yeah. these guys need to realize. They're not at the Shane Bieber, Shane Bieber level, level yet when it comes to just striking everybody out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They need to realize, like, like you said, like Mejia, if he threw the ball right down the middle, no balls went down the middle if he aims down the middle because all of his balls move. I think he needs to realize that if he aims down the middle, they're going to go bottom left, bottom right because all the spin he puts on the ball. That's why I think Savali is just so good too. I'm just a huge fan of Savali because, like, all of his pitches have, like, crazy movement. And he can exactly. control them all. Like, yep. he can throw that backdoor cutter and just paint. And it's just like – and he's got a nice sinker. He's got a nice breaking ball. But he's, he pitches to contact. And I think if the balls are dead, like they say, then I'll see it. You know what I mean? No, obviously, exactly. Yeah. Obviously, we have you know, look look at the home run, the home run leaders, right? You you have the top tier home run guys, but it's not like 2019 where the Twins hit like what a million home runs, a million home runs, exactly. It's 200, 300 home runs in a single season as a team. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's not like that for this year. So you know, no. just throw strikes, stop dicking around. And and you know same thing same thing with the bullpen right Brian Shaw like what are you doing dude he's he pitches great but he walks a ton same thing yeah he needs to he just he just walks a ton he, he Karen Chuck never has a clean inning but it does seem like when you need but when you need that strikeout he just comes he kind of pulls it out of his ass yep and, and he'll let you know about it yeah exactly that's why I mean at this point fuck it just put Class A in he'll he'll either strike out and if he he doesn't really walk people. Yeah, can like can players hit hit his pitches because they don't really have like crazy movement? Yeah, but at the same time, they're not gonna score up a ball like if Karen Check leaves a fastball right down the middle or or a, a curveball hang it right down the middle. You know what I mean? No, yeah, exactly. Point, you know, just it's weird that they keep going back and forth with the closing position, and I I get it. But at the same time, it's just like at some point somebody's gonna hit, take over, right? You, you, you no, yeah, no, you're right. Class A have eight saves, and then you have Karen Check who has nine. Like it doesn't really make sense, or vice versa. No, it is. I agree. But, and also, but, I think this the team needs to add a, a bona fide lefty to the pen. Yeah, yeah, that too. You kind of missing Oliver Perez, right? Yeah, he's. I mean, he's in our AAA system, just sitting there. I don't yeah. know what we're doing, but yeah. Because we'll we have to release somebody from the forty man. Yeah, yeah, that's the other issue. Right? And they don't want I mean, to. Yeah, I mean they just they just DFA'd uh, Ryan LaVarnway to bring up some other pitcher. I have no idea. Oh really? Yeah. That uh, just happened. Yeah, Justin, someone. I think a pitcher. Oh, I mean, they brought. I don't up. see this. He was actually so is, is Hedges playing? Is Hedges yeah, back? Yeah, Hedges, Hedges is back. Oh, okay, okay. And then Savannah Okay, that makes sense. 10, okay. To the ten day. Uh, Okay. So, yeah. L- Lustin Garza, never heard of him. So that's fun. All right. <laughs> Lustin, Lustin Garza from Columbus, wait, right-handed wait, pitcher. Wait, wait, it's Lustin, not Justin. Uh, yeah, it's it says from what Tom Withers posted, Lustin Garza, L-U-S-T-I-N. Huh. Okay, now the Indian said Justin, so I think it is Justin. Okay. So Tim, <laughs> Tom, Tom just made me look like an idiot. It's Justin. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thanks a lot, man. <laughs> well, Gabe, I think that's a pretty good place to wrap up the return episode of uh, yeah. Off Talk. Yes, and we'll be back more, we promise. Oh, yeah. We'll we'll be back uh, early next week. Uh, we're going to do a live um, MLB All-Star Game Ballot. We're going to fill one out. Yes. That'd be fun. Yep. All the Indians would get it. Yeah. Uh, Josh Naylor yeah. starting right. I have to no. I think he's. I think he's a first baseman on on the thing. God damn it! We have to write where's, in. Bobby where's Bradley. Bobby playing? <laughs> no, we have to write in Bobby Bradley, dude. All right, sounds good. I'm doing like, it. Like I did it in 2012. I wrote in Johnny Damon like 26 times on the actual paper ballot. That at an actual game. At an actual game, yeah. I, That's I, amazing. I grabbed them all. Me, me and my me and my cousin, and we were like just writing Johnny Damon in every fucking ballot. And then That's by amazing. the end of the game, we went back to the fan services and dropped them in. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, that was because we, we just memed it. We were like, he's hitting Really, like you memeing one. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah even, even at an early, you know, even, <laughs> even at an early age. <laughs> I want to say early age, but at what, 2012, I was 16. <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Kids these, yeah, yeah, kids these days, uh, they're 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 memeing it way earlier than that. So, <laughs> yeah, very true. So, Gabe, before we get out of here, obviously shout out your Twitter and, and all that fun stuff. Uh, my Twitter is Yanez Gabe thirteen Y A N E Z G A B E one three. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Caitlin Nosely. That's Caitlin K A T E L A N Nose K N O W S. Like I said was sick for a while with the allergies and no voice and whatnot so just kind of got back to doing this podcast also crunch time with caitlin i did i have a couple episodes up um where i ranked my top 41 quarterbacks in the nfl and then i just did an episode a quick instant reaction to the cleveland cavaliers getting the third overall pick in the draft so gabe do you have any thoughts on the Cavs getting the number three overall pick and who they yeah, Jalen Green, Jalen Green or die. Okay, good. Yeah, it's I easy no peasy. Idea. I have no idea when it comes to like NBA prospects, so I asked yeah. Pat usually. Well, who did he say? He said he, Suggs. He bit no. He, he said Suggs. No, 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 he said. I'll he fight said him. Jaylen, okay. No, he bit. No, he said Jalen Green. Okay, good. So I'll fight Pat. He said either, either, either or Jalen, but like the more I kind of like talked about it, I was just like, well. I mean, Sug sounds like a fucking point guard, and we have Darius Garland, so that's ideally, that's my ideally. whole thing. Yeah. And then yeah. you know you take you take a six six shooting guard, and you can move Colin Sexton to the bench. Boom. Hundred percent agree. Six man. Yeah. All right. When we figure out the Cavs too, in <laughs> that's what we do. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Kobe Altman. Uh, Give me a call. Yeah. You know, slide in our DMs. Same thing with Tito. Or, you know, maybe it's best for people on the Indians through the in the Indians organization not sliding into his DMs. But that's another topic for another day. <laughs> all right, you guys all have a good night. <laughs> Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>